Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, and today we are talking about our jobs in New York City. Katie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. So a lot of people want to know, and and we wanted to know before we lived in New York City, what what do these people do for work? Uh, and, And how does that work in New York City? Everybody seems to have a job or multiple jobs, and so... Uh, we we want to answer that question as we get that question quite a bit. Yeah, it was interesting. I put a um, thing out on my Insta story yesterday for people to ask us or give us ideas of podcasts that we can do. We were recording a new batch. So, um, you know, obviously we want to share what, you know, our experiences are, but we also want to know what you guys want to hear about. And so I would say at least three or four of the questions were about our jobs and what we do and and that kind of thing. So here we are. We're answering the question. Yes. And and so I think jobs are complicated, you know, and how you get a job, how, you know, finding a job, all all of those things. And I I would say we have not taken a traditional path, but but I think that's pretty normal in New York City. Uh, You've got a really entrepreneurial nature uh, generally here in the city. Uh, A lot of people, just because the cost of living is so high, have multiple jobs and so they get creative uh, with their work. And uh, yeah, so it, it is complicated. And, and I think I'm of the mindset just from a work perspective is the best way uh, to get the job you want to make the salary you want and those kind of things. And now it's not as easy as, as I make it sound sometimes, but it's to create that job. And, and so we, we've created a business. Uh, so we have a business called Amplify Social Media. So you can go to amplifysocial.media and you can check out our website. Um, and out of that, we both do all, a number of different things. We've got a team uh, with the company, and uh, and then I do a lot of contract work on the side. So I'm curious how you might explain our jobs and what we do. Yeah, so we both actually started out in very traditional jobs. Um, Nils was actually a pastor, and I was a high school teacher, mm-hmm. um, public school. And um, we really enjoyed our jobs. Yeah. We liked what we did, all of that. Um, but we both kind of had an entrepreneurial spirit to us, um, you the most, obviously. Um, and so you started out as a youth pastor and I know we've covered this in other podcasts, so yep. we'll just, you know, kind of summarize it basically, but Nose is a youth pastor. Um, that's when Facebook was just like, yep. just starting, like the college kids had it yep. and it was just kind of starting to get out into mainstream. They're starting to make it available. And so he was like, I needed to jump on this because this is going to be a big deal. Yep. So he starts learning Facebook and, you know, mostly as a tool to help the kids that he, you know, is ministering to at the church. But from that, he's learning a lot and making, you know, connections um, and then kind of moved into apps when apps were a big deal for the phone. And so he made one for the church and it hit the newspapers in San Antonio that, you know, the church that Nils worked for was the first church in the area to have an app. And so other people started paying attention to that. And then um, a larger church um, asked him to come over and start an online church. And so things just kept building and um, he started consulting and speaking at conferences and all of that. And so at that point, and I'm telling your story, so interject whenever you want to, um, it became bigger than, you know, just that one job in one church. Um, He saw the opportunity to step out and to do consulting and all that. So really he went from playing with Facebook for the youth group that he was Mm -hmm. working with Mm -hmm. to now consulting these huge 
ministries and companies literally all over the world. He's going to India, you know, soon. Yeah. And so anyway, so he goes all over the world consulting, but it started from just a little thing. So um, I'm probably going on a real tangent right now, but I think that was one of the main reasons that we started coming to New York City was just because um, when, whatever your dream is, whatever your passion is, we want you to go for it. Because I think, you know, it was really only five years ago seven years ago maybe that we were in those places as a teacher as a youth pastor and we knew that we had bigger dreams and if you had told us at that point that we would be here living in New York City consulting for these you know companies and ministries and businesses all over the world those dots would have been hard to connect and hard to think of but we just took one step put one foot in front of the other and kept dreaming bigger and bigger and those dreams just kept being um, realized. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it was, you know, and I, I would say, you know, I've, I've been entrepreneurial since I was in elementary school selling candy bars and middle school selling basketball cards. And, you know, and, and then I, st- I had an artist management company uh, early on, uh, right, maybe before we got married or right when we got married. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would say I had a had an entrepreneurial nature uh, to me, but it was always a, a, a hobby, a side project. And um, and when we started having kids, we at the end of the day, we needed more money, you know, and, and our expenses were increasing. And, uh, you know, you working as a teacher, me as a youth minister, our incomes weren't high. They were, they paid our bills, um, but, but we didn't have travel money or some of the other things that we were wanting to do. And so, yeah. uh, so I just looked you know, for some other opportunities of consulting really kind of came naturally. And a lot of people needed the knowledge I had around social media. And, um, and so what I tinkered with and was a hobby turned into a job. And and then that Mm -hmm. job became much more significant. I joined a company called Dunham and company about four years ago now. And, um, and they're a marketing uh, fundraising agency. And so that that's my primary source of income today. Uh, is I'm, I'm on a contract with them and I they work with Christian ministries and and I help uh, Christian ministries all over the world uh, use social media and new technologies to accomplish their goals and then um, do some consulting so our primary work is consulting and then our agency will, will actually run social media and run build websites and um, all sort of you know run podcasts like this one and uh, mm-hmm. do all sorts of fun things uh, for organizations so I feel like uh, I get to have a job that is a hobby. Now, I don't want to understate that, though, because we both work really hard, um, and this isn't easy. And I think a lot of people perceive that, and even family members will ask, you just play on Facebook all day? And my response is typically, no, it's Instagram. Instagram is what I play on all day. Um, and so the social media thing is a job, and it is legitimate. And now I got into it 10 years ago, and people thought I was nuts. And I've written books now, and I travel mm-hmm. and speak a good amount. And so really, our income is diversified between consulting and speaking and um, and then actually hands-on doing work uh, f- for several clients and uh, help- helping them accomplish their goals by building their websites and you know doing their social media. So that's what we do. Most of it's online. I have to travel a good amount uh, for, with mm-hmm. the consulting work. Uh, we've got several clients here in New York and uh yeah it's it's a lot of fun and what i do for the company is well really it was back a few months ago um i was working for another organization here in the city um part-time and 
Nils got to the point where he needed some extra help. Some things were changing in his business, and he really needed um, a project manager to oversee our team. We have about a team of about seven or eight, um, up to ten, depending on the workflow for the month. Um, and he needed somebody to project manage, and we decided we could either hire out or I could take on that role and kind of keep the money and business in-house and yeah. so that's what we did and so I project manage our team and I work with um, the different organizations uh, but I work we both work out of the house yep. um, primarily when Nils isn't traveling yeah. <laughs> so let's here. let's talk about office space because yeah. a lot of people want to know about what's office space like in New York City what do we do for office space in our one-bedroom apartment in New York City. Yep. Uh, how, how does that work? Okay, so what we have right now is, um, and we're going to do an apartment tour soon. Very soon. Very soon. Yeah, we're getting to the point where we just need to Been do it. Been saying that for two years. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. um, but I'm putting it out there Okay. soon. Okay, so we have um, what's called a junior four apartment. And basically, it's you have a dining room area, and it's easily converted into another room. It doesn't have a closet, so it's not technically another room, so they can't list it as a bedroom. But basically, we took the dining room and converted it into our bedroom and gave the girls the bigger, well, the only actual room, but the bigger of the two once we divided off the dining room. Um, And it's actually a really big room. Um, Well, for New York size, but you know, we've had people come in here. They're like, yeah. Oh, this is actually way bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, so the girls have half of this room and they have their two beds that are lofted and they have desks underneath and all that. And the second half of the room, we have our desks and that's actually where we are right now. We've got the yep. podcast microphone and monitors and all of that set up. So that's what we do right yep. now. Um, Nils is very much like a desk person. He's always at his desk. He's got yes. two monitors. He's got, um, the Echo Show. He's got his, you know, speakers and lights <laughs> yes. and all that kind of stuff. So he's got quite a setup. I have a desk, but I'm kind of more of the person who likes to do work on the couch or, yeah. you know, at the kitchen table, that kind of thing. Um, so that's what we have set up right now for us. And I, I'm on the phone almost all day. And mm-hmm. so it's very distracting for you uh, when we're in the same room uh, to try to get work done. And he's always getting on like conference calls and all, all that. Day. I'm always afraid or like video calls yep. and afraid I'm going to show up in the background. So yep. it's just easier for me to be in the other room. Yep. So we're figuring that out. Yeah. But um, at one point, so mm-hmm. there's also a lot of co-working spaces yep. here. Really, really cool ones. Um Actually, the company that I worked for before working for our company, um, it was based, we were, there were only three of us here. The headquarters were in Philadelphia. So they had a co-working space for us here. We started at WeWork. um, Which is the number one real estate holder in New York City right now. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. so we were at a WeWork space, which was really cool. We had our own private office that had our three desks in it. Um, and really cool is an understatement. It's yeah, super no, cool, it's super very cool. modern. Yeah. Re- I mean, really nice kitchen, coffee, All the amenities coffee, and stuff you could need. Beer. Yeah, beer on tap uh, on every floor. Yeah. 
so, um, so much. It was it was really over the top, and like yeah. a game room downstairs. Yeah, and, the kids know, so. loved to come and visit whenever we could, whenever they could come in. Yeah. But um, but they had lots of different options. Like you could have your own office, but then you could just be on the floors with just the yeah. open tables and all that. Yeah. So you could customize it for what you needed. And then from there, we went over to what was the other space? Workville. Workville. Yep. Okay, so that's another. Another one. Uh, it's close to Times Square. Yep. We didn't have an office there. We just used, we all kind of went more to working from home. It just worked out better for us. So we would have meetings there. Um, they have a really cool like balcony where you can look yep. out over Times Square and all that. So yep. um, we got our mail sent there, yep. which was really nice. Um, so there's a lot of cool so to, to give a little price range, because I've looked at offices, I still want an office outside the house, uh, just to have a dedicated space where I can set up my computer and just, you know, um, be and, and create some separation. Uh, I love the convenience of working from home, but I, I still would like to have a space outside uh, just to have. Um, but it's an, an excess, uh, not a need. But pricing, um, the co-working memberships generally cost between 400 and $600 if you're sitting in the open desks you know where everybody sits and to have access to the space so four hundred six hundred dollars per month mm -hmm. which is a significant expense um and then if you're talking about a private office for an, an individual uh, you're looking at between twelve hundred dollars and probably three thousand uh, dollars for a private office in, in a lot of these kind of shared office spaces so if you're looking to have an independent office and then if you're looking for a group with multiple people in those offices obviously the prices increase from there, if you have a lot of people, some of the price can go down, but it's, you know, you're looking at probably a thousand bucks a person uh, for shared office space. So it is, it is, I mean, it's just like living here. It's not cheap uh, mm -hmm. to have an office in New York City. And so for us, you know, it's efficient to work from home and there's a lot of, you know, comforts of working from home too. Sure. Um, there's also a membership that you can get that we have used um, called Croissant. Yes. And, um, it's really cool because you pay a monthly um, fee depending on how many hours you would like in co-working spaces. And Croissant has partnered with co-working spaces um, all over the city. And so you can basically rent a space for a certain amount of hours um, in all these different co-working spaces. Some of our favorites are there's one at the top of One World Trade. Yeah, 87th uh, floor. 87th floor. So you can go up there and work for a few hours and it yeah. docks that those hours from your croissant membership. Um, but I mean, literally all over Manhattan and they're getting into several places in Brooklyn and Queens, yeah. um, a few places in Harlem and New yeah. Jersey. But you just find places with open seats and you can go check in and and yeah. use their spaces, which is really cool. I, I love Croissant. I found it probably five years ago, you know, about a year after we moved here. And uh, I met a guy at a, at a, you know, business meetup or tech meetup, and they were just a, just getting started back then. And so I, it was it was about $100 a month uh, then for almost unlimited access. It was a crazy uh, deal that I, I got into. And then when we moved away, I lost that. Um, but it's still really inexpensive. I, I think you can get a membership for as little as $39 a month, which will give you like a day uh, to work in a space. Or you can have, you know, I think up to $400 a month, which will give you almost unlimited access. Now, what I the way I compare Croissant um, to, to other co-working is I see like WeWork as like the Starbucks of, of co-working where 
where Starbucks, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be solid. You know, you know, like it's it's good um, and and expensive and uh, but but you've always it's got a consistent. Seat. You've always got a place. You've always there. got a seat. So a with croissant. I feel like it's like the local coffee shops. And so every co-working space is different. Like every local coffee shop is a little different. Some of them are good. Some of them are not so good. Some of them are really nice. Some of them are you know, holes in the walls yeah. and basic. And so I love croissant because I love just experiencing the different spaces. And, and then you end up finding a few different spaces that you really like and can be consistent in and have a lot of openings. So I cannot recommend croissant enough. Um, we... Uh, are going to get our memberships turned back on soon um, because we just like it's nice to be able to you know sometimes go into lower Manhattan or have a meeting in Soho or just be in Soho for the day um, to to work and then get lunch down there so a lot of advantages to it to have space all over the city and I know we're saying the name quickly but it's croissant just like the breakfast food Um, and so (laughs) you may be like wait are they saying croissant and we are, and I actually have no idea why it's called croissant, but yes. it is. Yes. And so that's actually what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. So you can go to their website. I'll give them a plug, getcroissant.com. Um, and here's here's a little hack for you. If, if you're on vacation here, they give you a seven-day free membership. And so if you're wanting to kind of work here for a couple of days uh, while you're on vacation, go get yourself a seven-day free membership and test it out and go to a couple of different offices and uh, pop in or, or even just use it as a, pl- as a place to check in to take a little rest break and have a cup of coffee at co-working spaces. So, if you um, don't have kids. If you don't have kids, yeah. <laughs> most of the places don't allow kids um, or don't like it uh, when, when you were kids because it's where people are working. Yeah. Um, and so... But it is, uh, I love croissant. I love uh, the access to those places that it's brought to us. Yep. Okay. So one person asked, um, what is the benefit of having a business in New York City? So I interpret that as Hmm. what does New York City bring to a business? Or Because we've really talked about how expensive it can be to have... um, office space here and you know we're working out of the house so but what is the advantage to having your business in new york city to our business in new york city well i think there's so many advantages i mean one is there's just perceived credibility with being in new york city Mm -hmm. um and i think people will undervalue that or overvalue that in different ways but uh but but i think there's a natural perceived value of being in new york city but practically you know so we're in the social media space and um and i and i I do a lot in the tech space and one of the things i say about new york city is that every industry is here in new york city so you can go to san francisco and it's all tech or you can go we're, we're from texas where it's a lot of oil um, and so you have different, you know, in Tennessee is music. Um, and so you kind of have niches in different areas. Well, New York, it's business. It's everything. Um, and, and so you've got entertainment here. You've got music here. You you know, you name it. It's here. And so so with social media is we go to the YouTube space regularly. Don't have access to that anywhere else. I've gone to Facebook's offices multiple times. I was recently in LinkedIn's offices. I've been to stuff at Tumblr and uh, Vimeo is is a, a company we do a lot of work with and with, it, with live streaming and so I, I have access to all of these places here and at the end of the day there's a lot of potential clients here as well so there's just so much uh, here in the city and access to so much and then I think there's also clients who want to come here to meet as well and so it, it's a good destination for people to come to you and not always have to be traveling so yeah that's very true and just the networking. Um 
you know, we've talked about how it is expensive to live here and work here and all that and how people have multiple jobs and they're, you know, doing a lot of things. So um, there is absolutely nothing wrong with, you know, having one job and having, you know, the house that you own and, you know, living in the suburbs and all of that. Like, that's what most of our family does. That's yeah. what the people we love <laughs> do. Yeah. And, and, you know, my dad is he recently retired but worked the same job worked from basically um you know clean up the janitor to a part owner and and i admire him so much for that Um, we've just decided to take a different path and that's what a lot of people here have done so it's just that that entrepreneurial spirit that's here and everybody wants to connect and network and um everybody's helping each other out too you know like there have been lots of times when our neighbor downstairs will call Nils and be like hey i've got this guy who needs a website (laughs) um i know you do that can you help him and you know just different things like that like everybody has that kind of same spirit here and so you kind of have that kindred spirit connection with them and um there's just lots of opportunity everywhere yeah, and I'll, I'll just add to that is wh- there's days where I'm very envious of, of an eight-to-five job sure. um, be, because the Internet doesn't stop and, and the challenges of, of having your own business are overwhelming at times. Uh, but but you're right. I mean, we've chosen this path, and it's and it's allowed us to be here uh, in, in the city and, and to do what we love. Um, and so I think – but if you want a regular eight-to-five job, that's here too. Um, sure. and, and I think there's, there's <laughs> millions of jobs here in the city because there's every industry here. Um, and so if, if you're looking to move here to find a job, you know, go on, I don't, we don't know how to do that necessarily. <laughs> We're not the best people to get advice on getting a job here. Cause we, we haven't done that or had to do that. Uh, but, but there's obviously a ton of jobs here in the city. There's, there's a ton of opportunity, um, and yeah, you know, it's just there's so much here. It's it's really thrilling for to me, from a business perspective. Uh, just the opportunities are limitless, and it's exciting and new and energizing every day. Now, I, I will I guess the one pushback I would say, or tension I have is, the city never sleeps, <laughs> and that is real. You know, I mean, I think people, um, the hustle that people have here in the city. Um, is inspiring, but also can be overwhelming, you know, and it really, a lot of people work crazy hours here. Um, And and it's a different level of uh, work ethic here in the city. Yeah. But that saying, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. You really feel that like once you get settled and you're, you're living and you're making it, you really do feel a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what making it necessarily is defined as. Well, uh, paying your bills. Paying your bills. <laughs> having an apartment, you know. Yeah. Yep. Moving forward. Yes, yes. So that those are our jobs. That's what we do. That's what we do. Any other final thoughts? No. If you have questions, DM me on Instagram. Yeah. DM Katie on Instagram at coming to NYC yep. uh, and go to her website, coming to New York city.com. Uh, go get her free resource there on the website. Check out her course and her blog post and all the great stuff there on coming to New York city.com. Thanks so much for listening. If you would leave a rating and a review on Apple podcast or Spotify or wherever it is you're listening. Thanks so much for listening.